Welcome. This is the STS Podcast hosted by me, Ernie C, the Gaptooth Genius, and this is Shooting the Shit. Hold on. Shit the shit. You did the shit. this shit. Welcome back. Oh, man. Let me just let the, let the instrumental just sit for a second, man. Shout out to High Tech. Love this beat, y'all. Man. So I want to welcome you guys back. I don't know if you listen on Apple Pod, Anchor, SoundCloud, Spotify, but now the SDS podcast is on all those platforms. And I want to welcome you back to my platform. This is episode two of the STS podcast. There's a quick recap of episode one. Uh, it exceeded my expectations. I like to keep my expectations really low. I don't like to be disappointed. I think if you expect too much and it doesn't happen, you're setting yourself up for failure. Um, episode one with our special guests, Warren Stingley, Elijah Seals, Gabriel Bossy, and Jaden Phillips. It went well. It went great. Episode one had over 120 listens. I thought we were going to have maybe 10, 15 but it was great. We had about 25, 30 on SoundCloud. However, more that, you know, I think 90 more on Anchor and Apple Podcasts. We're on all these platforms now. Thank you, God. It's been a really great um, experience the last week, y'all. The feedback was okay. Some people really weren't feeling my energy. They felt like I was too monotone. And I was like, you know, this is the STS podcast. No more of that. I just need to realize that this is what I do. And this is how I'm going to. Um, Win more listeners over. I know you guys want that Ernie that's enthusiastic, that's really the person you know. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to be anything I'm not, you know. So I just want to give a big shout out to everybody. Big shout out to our first episode, the premiere episode sponsor we had with Addicts Apparel. Uh, Martin, him and I did some really good business. Make sure y'all check his, uh, his clothing line out. Make sure you check all his product out. Again, if you mention the Big Four podcast, you're going to get 10% off, okay? Also, just want to give a big shout out to everyone supporting who got a shirt. About three, four people. That's a lot to me. Um, this is something that we just created, and they're sporting shirts now. I really, really love it. I love the support. Let's keep this going. And just, just let me put my first cheap plug in. If you're looking to sponsor any of these episodes that we're on, let me know, man. It's not a lot. It's not a lot of money at all for what's going to be happening. We have so many, I have thousands of followers looking and interacting, and you can see the stats. We could make something happen with your product. It doesn't matter what you want to sell, what you your messages. It could be anything. I'm willing to put anything. If it's a good business move for you, it's a good business move for me. So I think we really got to keep doing that. I really hope you guys. Um, add a, add the podcast on Twitter, Instagram. That's the STS Podcast six six one on both of those. We got lucky that those URLs were available. So I really want to keep pushing the social media. That's where everything's going to be happening at. That's where you're going to get all the news from. That's going to be everything. I think it's going to be really really big in a couple months. Uh, again, we try to keep the expectations low, but I really just want to keep. Pounding away, keep grinding away, keep this going, keep a want to be consistent. I think consistency is my only goal right now. Consistency just to get this pot out every damn week, just for you guys to hear what the hell I'm spilling. Again, I'm not here to try and change your <laughs> opinions on anything. I'm not here to try to win you over. I'm just speaking from the mind, from the heart. And I really, really hope you guys you guys enjoy this. Subscribe, tell a friend, write a review on Apple Podcasts, STS Podcast. We're on there. If you need the link, just let me know. It's going to be on the IG. I'm really excited we got that approved. Um, I think they didn't like shooting the shit, so we got to put the STS Podcast. You know, I think it's going to be really good um, in the long run. Just want to give a quick shout out also to my cousin Martin. Happy birthday, cousin. Uh, Really happy. Hope you have another year of life for you. Endless amounts of uh, birthdays to come. Hope we get to grow old like our grandfathers. I appreciate you being there for me all the time, cuz. And you, you're really on my mind today. I'm sure we'll celebrate later on. But big shout out to Martin Chavez. Big happy birthday, cuz. But first, let the DLC know what we're going to do. Now do me a favor. Let me in here. All right, y'all, this is the Lend Me Your Ears segment. Again, we're really just shooting this shit. We're going to converse lightly with no specific topic or objective in our mind. That's just a definition, and I live by that. 
It's been a really, really hectic week, man. Uh, uh, Let's hop into the Hill game. We beat Santa Clara Saints on Friday. Um, Actually, on Saturday. I apologize. On Saturday. We... um, Really proud of these kids, man. It's something that's really, really, it can't even put into words. It's really, it's phenomenal. It's, it's destiny. That's really the hashtag I've been putting out there. This is really destiny, man. This is really something that we've really been working hard on. Coach Davis and Coach Damo really been putting their everything into this. They've been sacrificing. They've been giving up time with the family. They've been, for six months, y'all. This we all been putting in work since the summertime. And this is all coming to manifest of um, hard work, dedication, and these kids, man. We can't forget the kids. They're really playing their asses off. They're really clicking at a great time. This is a great time to click and come together. We're overcoming adversity. It's a great time in the field right now. It's a great time to be a part of the East Bakersfield community because that's who I believe we do it for. We never forget about the community, man. But again, we're going to play on Friday. I'm sorry, we're going to play on Wednesday. Sorry about that, Wednesday. We're playing Wednesday at North High. We do have to have a change of arenas. we got to fit more people in. we got to get more fans in. we got to get Bakersfield in the building. So we're going to have a little change here. We're going to be playing against Southwest San Diego. It's number two seed in our section. This is the section regional final. Really excited. Uh, big game by uh, Jaden Phillips. He had about 27, 30 points. I had to really look at. I didn't look at the stat sheet. I'm sorry. Warren Stingley played big. C's played big. Eli played phenomenal. Squid was a beast on the defensive end. It it was awesome times at the field. Our team was really the energy was there. Our bench was there. Pony played some great minutes. We really had a great coaching uh, philosophy. We had great communication. West and Don were really on their A game. It was awesome. To, we really scouted this team really well. They had some they had some D one athletes on that squad, but it was really something something special that night. It's it's really great when you can see that that damn gym. If you were there at the beginning of the year, it wasn't filled up, let's be honest. It wasn't what it was now. It's great. We have the Valley title. So now we're pursuing state. If we win tomorrow, we will be in San Diego playing at twelve PM Friday. At the Golden One Center in Sacramento, California. So that's always a great thing. We're part. We're, we're trying to make. Some, we're trying to make this historic year into a legendary year. So it's been really, really awesome. Again, we play tomorrow at North High at 7 p.m. There are pre-sold tickets at the Hill. So if you guys really uh want to get, you know, you want to be there first, you don't want to stand in line. Get those pre-sold tickets. Let's make it happen, y'all. Man, so you know, last week we were really talking about. Being there for victims, man. Being there for speaking out. And you know what? I finally seen this abducted in plain sight. Good Lord. I could only probably watch that on Netflix one time my whole life. It was so disturbing, man. Um, Who that guy B was? I I didn't feel any sorrow for that man at the end of that film. I'm not going to spoil it for y'all. It's highly disturbing. Um, Again, I'm not putting blame on parents. But maybe I am. I will, when I have my, my children, I will never let them stay with somebody that I just met. I don't care if they're celebrity status. I don't care about none of that. You're going to be with me. I need to meet. You're sleeping in my home, honestly. I don't know how these parents let their children stay with these grown-ass adults, men. These grown men, you have no background. You just know what you think you know. That's horrible. Um, Michael Jackson documentary came out last night. Sheesh. Again, I'm not gonna get to what I really believe, or it's dra- it's it's a tragedy what's happened to these children, man. Michael Jackson, you know, he's 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 on a pedestal. He's the icon. He's the goat. He's probably the greatest entertainer that I've ever witnessed. I remember when he was doing his ABC specials, and "You Rock My World" came out, and when he passed away, it was like you remember when Michael Jackson? You remember when you were out when Michael Jackson died? I remember that John's Curl Pizza, and I was like, "Damn, I couldn't believe this!" Like it was the the world stopped for a second. That's how much you know fame this man had, much power. But when you take advantage of that, I don't know. You got something. There's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with this the system. There's something wrong with the parenting. There's something wrong with the with 
with the way things are just being allowed. Again, with, we got the, the father from St. Joseph's accused of, you know, having sexual encounters with a minor. We got to hold these people of authority accountable. We got to let the enablers of these people be held accountable also. And that's just the way I feel. It's really disturbing, man. Again, if you guys know anybody who's getting abused, y'all, speak up, man. I'm so serious about this. I can't say that. I can't. I cannot stress that enough. We need to speak up, y'all. We really need to be the voice of the voiceless. And that's really... Man, I couldn't even sleep last night after watching that damn documentary on Michael Jackson. I don't know if I want to watch part two, y'all. Honestly. And it's not because it ruins the image of Michael. I think we all knew what he was about. But then when you get those graphic details about how, how he interacted with these kids and how the families would let them stay for months at a time, it really pisses me off, you know? Really, it's, it's disturbing, you know? It's, but, you know, a sad fact of life, it is reality. There are those people out there, and I really hope that none of us, nobody I know, nobody listens, hope none of y'all experience that. And if you have, I hope that we really, you know, take steps to make sure that doesn't happen to anybody else in preventing that. So that's my, um, that's really something I, I'm really passionate about, y'all. Making sure that we don't, we, we don't hurt the youth. We, we, we contribute to the youth and we're going to set that standard, all right? Um, that's been really cool, man. I got a shirt, got the STS shirt now, and that's been really, that's been really crazy. Shout out to Stickers Planet. Shout out to my guy, Er, for helping me out, too. I really hope I get it off to you guys. It's going to be really, really, um, I think it's going to be really great. I think the movement we're going to have pretty soon, man, man, it's going to be really, really awesome. Don't know, um, I'm still working out the, I'm, st I'm, st I'm new to this, all right? I don't do, never really sold shirts, never really something that's been on my mind. But we're going to figure that out. Once I get that figured out, we will have that for all of you listeners. It looks great. We have the red dot on it now. My first edition didn't have the red dot. I was kind of pissed about that. But it's going to look really well. I think it's going to be really, really great. Um... So just another thing I wanted to t touch on, man. Uh, this is gonna be a boxing. This is more like a, this is aimed for the boxers. This is aimed for the the sport, the sweet science, the sport of a gentleman. You know, uh, we have Sean Porter's fight coming out this weekend. He's gonna be fighting this weekend. Sean Porter, please for the WBC welterweight title. Um, you guys know me. I'm a big Sean Porter fan. I think he's gonna beat the dust off the off the man. That's just me. Uh, this is gonna be. Aim for boxing fans. I hope y'all really enjoy this podcast. We have uh, Miguel Contreras today. He's a pro boxer, 6-0. He fights again March 23rd in Tacoma, Tacoma, Washington. He really blessed me with this interview. Uh, it was really fun. And he did this interview, y'all. We did this in a parking lot. It was really organic. Uh, we think we hit it off really well. He's really open about you know everything he's went through in life and what got him to where he's at now. Um, he looks like he has a great team around him, good advisors, a good management, a good promoter. So I think that's really um, something that the field needs, man. We need we need athletes that are really going to put on for the field and doing these grand openings for mom and pop restaurants. You know, we don't we don't have these A-listers. We don't we need someone who's brought from the cradle to, from the cradle. You know, who's a, who really reps the six six one thing. He's an East Side boy just like me. So that's why this episode is titled. MC. This is episode two of the STS podcast titled MC. So I really hope you guys enjoy this one, man. Um, first of many, again, it's going to be a guest-driven pod. So I really hope um, everybody enjoys this. And it's going to be really fun. I think it's going to be really great. Hope you guys enjoy that, man. Um, another topic I want to just dive on, dive into. Endless glad gratitude. Endless gratitude. You can never say thank you too much, y'all. Um, even this weekend, man, uh, on Saturday, I had to set up this gig early, wake up really early, get the mix together for the guys. Uh, you know, we went to work out, went through you know, the lunch, dinner, and then like at four, I dipped out to the to the gig, make sure everything was playing right. Um, I played till about five, five fifteen, got there at the game. Which actually, by the way, I'm not going to keep it 100. Got pulled over. I ran a red light. It was horrible, dude. Damn. Stop rushing, y'all. Life's too short. Just to be rushing. Enjoy the moment. I wasn't enjoying the moment this week. But anyway, let's get back to this endless gratitude. Uh, about 5.15, got back at the field. We had the game at 6. 
right when that game was over, you know, went back with the boys and uh, the staff, and we just, you know, gave us gave us gave us our victory speech. You know, West Davis had a great victory speech, and uh, and that's when I noticed, man, that endless amount of gratitude. Families coming to, you know, I had a bunch of family and friends. I want to thank all y'all for coming out, man. Um, I had the gig right after, and I played till about 11.30. It was one of those long, grinding days. It's an 18-hour day, and I love those days. But it's never too much to say thank you, y'all. Um, I got my grandma. My grandma's 81 years old. She's coming to the game. Um, she's calling me up just to talk about life, man. My mom and dad, they've been there the last three months. My mom and dad, in my eyes, grown so much. Um, for the better, for for us, their family, you know, my mom and dad divorced, so when I get them together for any common cause, especially family, I'm really grateful for that, man, I'm really, thank you, you know, to them, just for, uh, we had so much conflict, our, our, our um, the upbringing we had was a lot of conflict, you know, so when, this, this period of time, it's been really calm, it's been really special, you know, so, I really appreciate my my stepmom too, you know. So my parents, I have three parents, thank God. Really proud of that, man. But again, just don't ever stop saying thank you to people, y'all. I always give um every gig I get, man, everybody who books me, I appreciate y'all so much. This is again, this is how I eat, man. So when I get these gigs, you guys are really helping me out. It's been a it's been awesome, man. All my friends, y'all, y'all been there for me so much. And this there's nothing nothing life changing, you know, nothing like, oh man, I'm going through some shit. Nah. It's just I'm happy that I have a solid foundation of family and friends. I have a solid foundation of clients. My my business is really uprising. I think we have so many goals in 2019 that we're gonna accomplish. Um, my my guy Robin Leonard, we did a we did our 26th episode of Off the Fly. I hope y'all get that. Um, Off the Fly 661. Check them out. Um, just having those conversations, just appear laughing and just enjoying each other's company it's great man it's awesome we need to always remember those who were there when we had nothing always remember those who were helping us when nobody else wanted to help us so i think that's something we all need to remember man don't be a selfish bastard y'all don't be don't think that you can't say thank you don't think thank you you're too cool to say thank you thank you just shows your appreciation that you're brought up right i think the big reflection on your character always always remind people of their you know you're grateful you're thankful um i'm thankful for the littlest things man i think you know this just me being part of this hill game journey i'm really thankful for wes and don for putting me on um this dj thing i'm thankful for my brother y'all because without my brother being sick i would never have that ambition to go grind i would never you know um sought out opportunities to make money besides having the eight to five he really ignited my hustler ambition so i really really appreciate that um i want to thank uh everybody man who supports my god kids thank you my commander my sister um those my nephew and nieces my god kids man they, they're sunshine to a dark space sometimes you know sometimes uh my life ain't all sunshines and rainbows, you know? So when I get to see my god kids, my nieces and nephews, man, I'm reminded that's pure happiness, you know? And nothing, real fast. My god kids were baptized by this man who's accused of, where the hell he's accused of, the father at St. Joseph's. I'm going to put them on blast. It's wrong, y'all. We trust this man to baptize our kids. It's wrong. Whatever we got to do, make sure that man never, ever steps foot into that church again. I don't give a damn if he goes somewhere else. They probably will let him go somewhere else too. Let's be realistic about it. If the man's found not guilty, they probably will let him preach or do sermons. Well that how they do at the Catholic Church. They will be doing that. Um again, speak up, y'all. But again, let's get back to that, that grad that endless gratitude. So I've been really feeling that emotion, man. Just being really thankful for everything that we have, man. Uh, I don't have to you know these sponsors coming to support the podcast. They have no reason to. You know, these people who book me, they're just going off IG videos, y'all. It's a good word. But that means so much, man. That means everything sometimes. Just the word of mouth. Just having that good character, that endless gratitude. Looking out for your clients, y'all. Looking out for your family. Looking out for your people. Because you know what? At the end, the universe will respond back to you. The universe is going to give you everything you put in. And sometimes you got to be patient because that shit doesn't come in the next week. That shit's not going to come in 
you know, when you want it to, that shit's going to come when you least expect it. So keep giving out the endless gratitude, y'all. Keep doing what you do. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I want to leave a brief, brief message for our sponsor. I hope you guys enjoy this episode two MC. This week's episode of Shooting the Shit, the STS podcast, is brought to you by Undisputed Boxing and Fitness Studio, providing boxing technique with functional movement exercise to create a calorie-burning, muscle-building, fat-scorching, hour-long workout that will leave you out of breath yet thirsty for more. Coach Mo taught me the one and two, the hook, the counter, all my defense I need in the boxing ring. So make sure you follow them at Facebook at Undisputed Boxing and Fitness Studio and add them on Instagram, Undisputed Box Fit Studio under dash. That's Undisputed Box Fit Studio under dash. DM them to register for a free class. And if you prefer this podcast, you will get 10% off your first membership payments. So thank you again to Coach Mo and everyone at the Undisputed Boxing and Fitness Studio. All right, y'all, so we got our special guest for episode two of Shooting the Shit, the STS podcast. Got Miguel Contreras, pro boxer of Bakersfield, California. Miguel, how you feeling today, bro? I'm great, man. Blessed, man. Blessed to be here. What we got going on today, man? Uh, we out here at a Mexican restaurant today, man. Got a sponsor, man. So uh, just a grand opening. So just chilling right here with the family. Bro, you're doing double duty, man. You have me out here uh, doing the podcast that come out, and I really appreciate you, bro. This is really a, to me, this is a big deal. This is just the second episode. We got a pro boxer on here. Uh, no, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. It's really it, awesome, man. bro. It's really awesome. You're six and zero, five knockouts. How's it? You said you had a fight in Washington coming up. Uh, what's the date for that? Just for everybody to know. Uh, March twenty third. Uh, uh, my next fight. That's gonna be my seventh. Uh, Tacoma, Washington. So, um, yeah, that's the next one. We're just getting ready. Uh, intense training camp. We're about three weeks out. So, just uh, it's focused on more weight loss now. So we're we're we believe we're more than ready. Definitely. What weight class are you fighting on this fight? Uh, this one's gonna be at one one forty. But my normal weight class is 135, usually catch weights. Okay, it's going to be the, probably the heaviest you've been in or the heaviest. Uh, yeah, I've never went no heavier than this. 140? Okay. That's good, bro. That's good. I, we think, um, who, I'm sorry, who do you think Who do you think the outcome's going to be in this one? Who are you going to fight? Uh, do you know his record or anything of that nature? Uh, they just named uh, the opponent. I haven't done no research on him yet. Well, but, you just go uh, in there and just fight then. Yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be a little tough test for me, though. Hopefully, he's supposed to last the whole six. So, okay. you know, each, each fight... We're just seeing uh, better opponents and stuff like that. Definitely, so. bro. And uh, who are you managed to right now, man? Are you managed by anybody or yeah. you, have a, you have a promoter? I'm managed by Sure Sports. Um, I'm at 6-0 right now, so hopefully within the next few fights, I'll be signed by a promoter as well. Okay, bro. How, how important is it to keep um, getting fights in Bakersfield, man? Because I know you, you had the fights over here at Sterling Park. Yeah, had Sterling Park rocking that one night, man. She one of my friends, too, Eddie Sanchez, fought on that card, man. So you, I'm glad you guys both got to you know, show up for the crowd, for the field, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. I think uh, fights in Bakersfield is a big thing. It started uh, a couple years back when I fought at the Robo Bank. The ring star came and they brought a Victor Ortiz, and I was able to fight on that card thanks to my management. That was, on, sports. The, that was on that PBC yeah, card, right? Oh, yeah. man, that's, a, that, that's great, bro. That's yeah, great. so I fought on that, and then they brought it back because they like the results of our ticket sales so we did it again at Stromler Park sold out put on a great show for the car- crowd and hopefully we can bring it back by the end of this year definitely bro how many times do you want to fight this year um I mean as much as possible you know like hopefully at least four more times after this fight definitely bro definitely I think it's really important man that we have events like that man and then you're out here supporting local events I think once the Phil sees that you you keep supporting local they're gonna keep coming out for you bro you got a big name out here my guy yeah that's a big thing for me you know getting the city behind me you know because I'm definitely proud of Bakersfield and you know I'm proud of where I come from you know so having the city behind me is everything so before we got interrupted with that one man so what's your journey bro from where you're at today and what was the road, the road to get here, you know? What, what high school did you go to? All that good stuff. Uh, well, I grew up on East ba- in East Bakersfield. Um, you know, uh, I attended Bakersfield High School. I graduated t- 2016. Um, I started boxing when I was eight years old at the Bakersfield Powell Center. You know, thanks to them, you know, I, I grew up in that area as well. So it's like, if it weren't for them, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I can honestly say that. I left Powell, stopped training at Powell when I was about 18. That's like the age where it, it's the limit. The limit and yeah. uh, I just continued my career on, and uh, we opened our own gym at the Kern County Fight Club. And, uh, yeah, man, I've been doing it ever since I was eight. I turned pro when I was 18, my senior year of high school, in and, and TJ. And I had three fights in TJ. Then I got signed by my manager, and I've been fighting uh, in the state since. Definitely, bro. How was the fighting in TJ? I know a lot of up-and-coming fighters do that. What's the importance of that? Because a lot of people don't understand how important it is to fight over there. Yeah, it's it's 
I would say like to break the ice, you know, the best place is to go to TJ because, uh, you know, like my first fight, man, I remember putting on those eight ounce gloves and I was like, man, these look so much bigger on TV. <laughs> Definitely, bro. Yeah, and, and it's just like a great experience because over there, you know, well, a lot of people go over there for one is cheaper, you know, just just to pay for 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 fights, professional fights out there. Yeah, bro, we'll do that live on the podcast. Yeah, go ahead. Hell yeah. I got you, my guy. Yeah, bro, for real. No, no we'll do it right now. I got you. Help him get out the way. That's, uh, see, we'll, we'll do that live on the pod, my guy. I have no problem doing that. Um, and yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, TJ, it's cheaper, and a lot of people over there they they just do it for little checks, you know. So they're going in there just to collect a little three hundred, four hundred dollars. So it's good just to break the ice there, you know. So like my first two fights, they were like pretty easy walkovers, and to this day, my third pro fight and TJ was my toughest fight out of all six. You know, it was this dude and uh, from over there. And, uh, man, he was tough. That was the first time I ever got hit with an eight-ounce glove. And my coach didn't have to tell me to move my head no more, man. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, bro. Can you talk about the, the – yeah, it's a grind for training camp. What's the What's been the grind this training camp? Has it been a little different from previous training camps? I'm sure every training camp's a grind, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say, you know, they're obviously they're all hard. Training camps are used about six to eight weeks, and uh, – you know, I'm definitely feeling strong for this one. You know, it's busy for my coach as well because he has other pro fighters fighting this month. But uh, he, he's sure to give us all the attention we need. You know, I definitely feel sharper than any other fight I've ever felt. And I feel that between each training camp, I feel like I'm getting sharper. You know, we go to L.A. for a world, world champion workout there at like Buddy McGurk's gym or Pullman's gym and definitely. Wild Card, you know. So definitely. we get great work out there and we're, we're satisfied with our results. So I'm definitely confident in uh, getting another win this next fight. That's good, bro. It's good. I think um, – so- in Washington, Tacoma, Washington. How did you guys? How did we get this one? Was this uh, this a card that just had, had an opening and you took it, or they come to you? Uh, well, my manager, like they, they usually take care of me. You know, when they come, when it comes to looking for fighters, because in boxing it's always there's an A side and B side. You know, and definitely. They bro. they're always sure to keep me on the A side, and if I'm on the B side, they're they're confident in me that I'll beat the the tough opponent. You know, so uh, yeah, they they're talking to a promoter out there in Washington, and and he's having a card out there, and this guy has ties to like top rank and stuff like that, so. Uh, this is kind of like a, a, I don't want to say a tryout, but you know he's checking me out out there. So to showcase your skills. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely, yeah. bro. Do you um, when you're coming up, man? Who's um some of the fa- your favorite boxers? Um, what type what type of boxer do you like to mimic yourself after? You know. Um, I would I wouldn't really compare myself to anybody, but I would say if I had uh my favorite fighter. As, as Timothy Bradley, and you know, most people are surprised. You should have been in there. You should have been in there. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to go to the music. Okay. Thank you, bro. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, we're having a. a what was that? Oh, yeah, Timothy Bradley, and everybody looks at me like surprised. Like, oh, why Timothy Bradley? Oh, the Desert but, Storm, bro. Yeah, Desert yeah. Storm, yeah, and, definitely. And people, I just tell them, if you. He became my favorite fight after watching him fight Provondikov. Oh, my Grislav. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. And, okay, I'll tell you the story after that. Go ahead, my guy. And, and you know, I'm, I'm blessed to say I, I was able to actually fight in front of him in Palm Springs. You know, I got a picture with him, and I didn't know this during the fight, but his dad was yelling out instructions to me during the fight, too. You know, and it's, it's just bro. like that dude has heart like crazy. He there's nothing special heart, about bro. him, you know? It's, there's not, he's not the strongest, he's not the fastest, but definitely. the dude just has a will to win you know definitely bro i remember when um i'm a little older than you so when he fought for Bonikov, bro i was in vegas yeah and i put money on for i'm not oh. gonna lie and i was the first time putting money i was only 21 yeah. at the time dude that motherfucker did not want it they were both both of them won my respect yeah, man yeah. bradley's yeah, been in war. so many wars bro yeah. um i'm glad he kind of glad he kind of caught a quits before it was too late you yeah, know is, yeah, he, out? is he coming back uh, I right now I know he's like into like promoting and managing, but I mean if I were him, he seems set. Plus it, it's like he because I remember his doctor was at that fight where I fought in front of him. He was saying that he needed to go through a whole speech therapy after that fight, and it was dude, like man, it was that punch fight drunk, was bro. And it was like the dude. What I liked about it is the dude got rocked and he refused to hug him. You know he said, "Come Definitely. on, bring it." After like the dude's out on his feet. <laughs> you remember that fight? I, I don't know who the hell was against Bradley when he had roaches corner. He was talking about you know we're fire man. We walk through the fire. Oh, we yeah, are yeah, the, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. afraid of the fire. Yeah, that shit gets me so pumped. Yeah, still, bro. motivation right there too. And, and then when he fought uh, Jesse Vargas, the dude he was winning the fight clear, but the twelve. Definitely. round he got hit and how he didn't hit the canvas i have i don't know how he stood up man. bro it's did just, you see the fury fight the wilder fight with fury yeah. not got knocked down yeah the i seen that i don't know how he got up either dude i was there too it was i was like oh shit it's over yeah. you know but he got up bro that shit just gave you like it just i was so pumped up i can't imagine how pumped up he was yeah you know? and salute to the ref for not stopping you know a lot of refs would have stopped it right there i was to help my guy get out but well, he was waiting for us probably uh oh, yeah he's a licensed driver he can get out he'll be fine yeah. <laughs> um, bro, so speaking of, you know, taking punches to the head, 
uh, dam permanent damage. Is, there any, is that anything you fear? Or is that just something that comes with the territory of your profession? Um, it comes with it. You know, you know what you're signing up for. But that, that's also a reason why we put a, a great emphasis on defense, you know. Like, we, we copy workouts from, like, Canelo and all these fighters out there that are great head movement. And, you know, I had gotten cut in sparring, actually, right here on my under my left, that, my left eye. And ever since then, you know, I've been on defense. You know, my head movement's improved drastically as well. So, like, we, we put a big emphasis on that. Definitely, bro. I think that's something, um, I don't know. I think that people are taking more precaution with head, with head uh, trauma and whatnot. Do you guys have, like, a, do you have a team, do uh, team doctor or is that... You, I'm sure you get checked out by the commissioner. Yeah, you go yeah, there, yeah. Right? For for each pro fight, we got to get our medicals done and what. Like doctor has to clear us to fight, you know. So, definitely. Uh, yeah, we take care of ourselves, man. It's definitely something to something to keep aware about. So we we we're sure to do that. Definitely, bro. So today we got we got her in this rest. What's the restaurant called, bro? Just before we get some, we get a, we give uh, a good plug too, bro. Los Patrin. Patroncito, something like that, man. Do you know Spanish? Uh, I understand it. See, I, don't I, don't know, anymore, I, I was going to tell you, too. Like, I don't know any Spanish. I couldn't pronounce it either, bro. <laughs> it's only a 515 union, though. Uh, so you're are you, you're the local sponsor. You're the, the, the local celebrity, I guess, host, right? <laughs> yeah, or how's yeah, that going that, on? That, that's kind of like what we're headed for right now. That's what they were interested in, you know, getting their name out, blasting their name out. So right now they're just in there ordering some food. We brought a lot of people with us as well, too. So Definitely, bro. Who rolls in your camp right now? What do you got in your camp? Um, Right now it's my family. But there's another fighter as well. He's here. We call him Cheddar Alex De Luna. Keep a lookout for him. Too. Okay, He's okay. Another undefeated pro from Bakersfield, about three and zero, something like that. Definitely, bro. So, um, talk about being from Bakersfield. Uh, what's, how's the reception been from um, the city, man? Do you get a lot of uh, support, you know, via social media, via just like guys like me saying, "Hey, I want to just do a podcast with you. I want to see what you're about and just expose my platform to what you got going on." You know? Yeah, man. I. I Honestly, like, uh, after the Bank fight, like, that opened my eyes tremendously. It was like, man, these, these people really coming out to support me, you know? It's not just one of those, oh, Victor Ortiz is fighting, you know? I would just go, and then the Bakersfield guy just happens to be fighting. Like, I seen that a big portion of the people that were <laughs> there fought. were because of me, you know? And it wasn't even because of Victor Ortiz. So after that fight, I just realized how much this city meant to me and how much it was important to have them to, with me. Definitely, bro. I think, um, did you feel did you feel that? You feel that energy, I'm sure, you know, once a packed house. Uh, did you ever expect, did you think that wasn't happen when you first started doing your boxing thing? Was that? Man, I couldn't even dream of it, man. And, you know, it's crazy. After my first pro fight, man, when I was 18, I had stopped boxing for about almost a year. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I didn't plan on coming back. I didn't, I didn't miss it or nothing, you know. It was just, what it was, was I was, when I, I started when I was eight, you know. So I've been doing it, like, my whole life. And it takes away, like, it takes sacrifice and dedication, you know. It took away my teenage years, my childhood, you know. So Definitely, bro. And... I didn't plan on coming back, but something just urged me. You know, I seen all these other fighters growing, coming up in amateurs that I seen at, like, national tournaments and stuff. You know, we were all winning these tournaments together, and it was like, if he's doing it, I know I can do it, you know? Mm -hmm. And when, I tell people, like, they'll be like, why'd you come back then? It was like, I had to, you know? Like, I just can't, couldn't sit back. You know, I had to. Definitely, bro. So do you have a lot of amateur experience? Did you have How many amateur fighters did you have? I had close to 60. Okay. With seven losses and okay. three national titles, so. How and uh, that and you feel like that's really propelled you to gain an advantage over your opponents also just having experience being in the ring and um I think I think it helps you know I just think any any you know competition wise like where there's a winner and loser there's something at stake and you're fighting for it um I believe that always helps you know like it, it shows definitely what goals do you have now man we got the we got the seventh fight coming up what's what do you see in the next what do you see yourself in two three two to five years about that man uh uh. Still with my O, undefeated, you know, signed to a promoter. And I believe Bakersfield will be bigger than what it is, you know. Just, I'm not saying we'll be world-renowned, you know, but definitely getting the name out there, you know. I'm definitely always keeping the city behind me. And and hopefully with that, the city comes with me too, you know. Like, they support me back, you know, because I'm proud of where I come from. And, and hopefully we just keep progressing, you know, slowly but surely. Hopefully some televised fights coming, you know. And just, that's, that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> that's definitely, that's right, bro. Do you and do you, how much? I know we're we're Latinos. How much uh, do you look up to our Latino fighters like Canelo, you know Chavez back in the day, De La Hoya? Yeah, Is nah. they something that really influences you in your game and who you try to not mimic? But just take little things, take notes from you know. Yeah, there's there's always like I said, like with Canelo, we we copied his workouts, you know, like those head mm. movements because his head movement is phenomenal. For, so, yes, bro. So with him and then Chavez Senior, you know, we his inside work, body work, his waist movement as well, and then Mike Tyson, we studied his waist movement, and it was like. 
you know, I just try to pick up from each fighter, you know, and you could pick out from each great fighter and just make one whole fighter, and that, that, that's what I'm trying to do. It looks like when you, when I was looking at some of your fights, bro, it looks like when you, you know you smell blood, you're going for the kill, bro. Yeah. Is that something that you just develop? That's the way you like fighting, just slugging it out and just, yeah, uh, I had to you want to knock that. out every fight. <laughs> yeah, I had to learn that as well, you know. Um, if you listen to my coach in the corner, like, sometimes he'll tell me, no, wait, you know, wait, too early, too early, you know, mm-hmm. and like, I'm, he's like the only uh, voice I'm sensitive to in the ring, you know, it's like, that's the only voice I can hear in there, so I'm listening to his every Every word and that's my second pair of eyes so definitely. Uh, he definitely helps me in the corner and definitely. but like I said w- with the killer instinct that's what I had to learn you know when you have an opponent hurt mm-hmm. you got to go for the kill go for the kill go for the kill don't let him recover because there's only a certain amount of time it only takes a few seconds for him to recover so you got to go in for it definitely bro and with the sparring do you guys prepare just for, you know how many how many rounds was the last fight was it six rounds yeah do you guys prepare a little bit more to say do you guys prepare for like a 10 round fight like it is a 10 round fight uh, yeah we, we, how's or how's that how's that different from just a you know, going for a 10-round fight or a six-round fight. What's the preparation looking like? We train every fight as if it's a 12-round championship fight, you know? Okay. so whether it be sparring or just jump roping or shadow boxing, you know, we do it. If it's six rounds, we'll go eight to ten. You know, we always go more than what, what we're supposed to do. Definitely. Is that what everything, like the miles, you put the, you put yeah. the miles in and all that? Yeah, man, there's definitely a lot of running and a lot of sprints. A lot of it's, – it's definitely physically demanding, you know, so there's a lot of strenuous workouts. Definitely, bro. So, um – with 2018, or two, that's 2019 now, right? <laughs> how do you plan, how, to, how are you going to build your brand, you think, social media-wise, promotion-wise? How do you, how do you feel like that's going to work out for you? Um, or what's the, do you have any goals in mind, like building up your social media? Because that's really big right now, you know, yeah. the podcast. Is this part of the, I yeah. guess, the campaign? Yeah, yeah, this is as well. You know, that's one of the reasons why I was kind of excited for this opportunity, too. You know, anything to get my name out there. You want to use all platforms, you know, so... I want to get my name out there, whether it be social media. I mean, especially nowadays, you know, we're in the era of social media. So, I mean, but I'm probably not going to be, like, trolling like some of these other people. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's wild out here, bro. Yeah. Do you watch, so do you watch any other sports? What, what else do you, uh, I guess, do, what are your hobbies, Mike? I just feel like people could get to know you a little bit better. What hobbies do you have? Um, I watch basketball. I'm a big basketball fan. I play basketball every now and then, too, as well, at the park and stuff like that. But uh, I'm a, other than that, I'm a college student, so... That's oh, my that's my other thing. Yeah. I was say, you got you got a, it's a different grind too, right? Yeah, yeah, a different that, grind, my that, guy. That's another thing too. I had to learn too with, with these taking these classes. I can't overstress myself with boxing, you know, because it's two different things, you know, and they will definitely take over your life. But where you at, where you at right now? Right. School wise. Oh, I'm at BC right now. Good, I'm getting man. my Janet out the way. Do that shit, bro. Yeah. I'm in the same boat with you, my guy. I've been there too. You got. I think there's it's a balance, my guy. I think you got you know all the passion, all that good stuff is good. it's great, but. I don't, uh, the college is always going to set you up, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm. My goal is just to, like, so I want to get my gen ed out the way and hopefully soon get my my degree in business and, you know, use my boxing platform to live off of my name, you know, and open up a gym, you know, something like that, you know? That's Okay, so I was going to ask you what your future endeavors are. You want to open up a gym and get that started also, right? Yeah, and, and it's kind of important to me to get that education behind me, you know, just because a business mind, you know, that'll never fail you when it comes to opening a business. You, know, you want to know what people are talking about, numbers and whatnot. And you want to have business mind too in boxing, man, because you want to make sure, you know, you're giving your all of these training camps, you're giving your all of these fights you want to be compensated yeah, right you yeah. want to be fairly i guess exactly. you could say yeah yeah that's another thing too you know you don't want anybody especially in boxing it's the most corrupt sport in the world and there's so much money in it so you definitely want to make sure you're getting what you're worth and that, um, i'm sure your team's really protecting you from that right They're yeah really, that's uh, that's why i like my coach man he, he looks out for me man he, he'll he knows when someone's trying to double cross me and he won't allow it he, he does what's best for me definitely and has that is that something that's do they have tempted to done to you to you know double cross you maybe lowball you for your services or your skills you know uh no not not these first six fights no okay, but i'm good. sure it'll come one day you know but like i said i got the right team that won't let allow it to happen definitely bro i'm glad you gained the school work though, man a lot of you know a lot of athletes bro i know they we, we bank on the skills and our god-given talent yeah. but i think it is important to have the not the plan b man but the plan a b you know yeah to, yeah to really help you uh to grow as a man, because you're gonna really see the to have to balance both. Do it's yeah, a fucking grind, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Because I mean, like I said, you know, you can't box forever, you know. And if you have education, that's always gonna last. It's something you. they can never take away from you, exactly. bro. Something they never take away from you. The, when you fight, bro, what's something you're looking at? Do you what's something you really, really um that says okay, I know what I'm gonna, I got this, man. Or when uh, you're not knowing you're better, but just something that says oh shit, okay. 
this is not gonna be it. This is gonna be a walk in the park tonight. Maybe even a night off. Do you ever feel like that? Yeah, nah, like, that's what we use. I usually use our first rounds, you know, because amateurs and pros, the biggest difference is in pros, you can take your time more, you know? Definitely. So, and, and like the first round, even the, like as you move on around, you use the first two rounds to fill an opponent out. You know, like Mayweather says, he, he says a true champion could adapt to any style. So I, I'm a big believer in that. And it usually takes me about one to two rounds to figure my opponent out. Once I got him figured out, I know what to look for. I know what he's doing or what he's doing wrong to capitalize on that. Definitely, bro. With um, Mayweather, you, look, you sound like you're a student of the game, obviously, right? Yeah. Do you have, can you give us a top five of who your probably favorite fighters are? I know you have t Tim up there. Who else uh, do you have up there? I got there? Tim. I got Sergio Martinez. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> I got Floyd Mayweather's up there. Um, let me see. Who else? Who else do I enjoy watching? Um, I know it's those three for sure. Uh, Sergio Martinez is an underrated name people don't really uh, talk about now, bro. I think he had that, what, three, four, five years of yeah, greatness. Yeah, His knees went out. Who do you, Was it Cotto he fought? Yeah, that was sad to watch, that, man. That is really sad to watch, bro. How do you – is that something that you're, you know – not a fear, but like, Dan, back mom, am I going to know when it's time to go? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, well, because our goal is to, the saying in boxing is get your money and get out. You know, like our goal right now is the people, the person we're looking after, because people don't realize Mayweather, that's like one in a million, you know, oh, like bro. one in a billion, like the chances of that happening, one definitely. in a billion, like you got to business, everything has to align perfect. Yeah. But uh, like, I would say my goal is Marcos Maidana. I'm sure you know who that yeah, is. Yeah, definitely, you know? bro. And, like he fought two fights with Mayweather and was set, you know, and I heard he just signed a deal to come back. But it was like, before that he signed that, it's like, man, that's the goal right there. He was you know? like he five million, five yeah. million fight. Yeah, it was get that, get that money, get out and just. Get fat and enjoy life. <laughs> Definitely, bro. I think people don't understand, too, man. Uh, you guys get that five, right? Just saying in scenario, you get the five. You got to take care of your trainer. You got to take care of training camp. Yeah. You got family. You got bills. Um, more money, more problems. Is that is that how, is that something that you're prepared for too, man? In the future, once you know you're getting further in your career. Yeah, man, I'm definitely ready for that. I know what what it comes with, you know, and I know who helped me get there. So I'm definitely gonna compensate them without without you know doing it like oh you know I gotta give them this percentage, you know. Like I'm glad to give them their percentage, you know, and whatever they need because I'm I know I'm in the right hands. And you got to I'm so sure you have a solid foundation. You know who's been riding with you throughout this whole yeah. journey, you know. Yeah. So with your family report with that, they said something they really I'm sure they're proud of you and everything. How is that how does that fuel you? Uh that is my motivation. That is one of my motivations. Like I have so many motivations on why I said I had to come back. You know, one of them is my family, one of them is just the neighborhood, you know, like the the I got like DMs on the daily or weekly, you know, people messaging me, childhood friends saying you know, just recently, a couple weeks ago, I got a dude that I grew up with, you know, went to junior high with, and he was like, man, you put on hard for the struggle, man. You let these people know, like, if you could do it, you know, we all could find a way out, you know. And that right there, he may not know it, but that pushes me so much, you know. Like, that's the motivation I need. It's great seeing people from the field do great things, though, bro. Because I, I think it's so easy to do wrong where we're from. I usually yeah. from the east side of Bakersfield, same here. It's so easy to do wrong, you know what I mean? Yeah. So with the with the struggles of you growing up, what what... Can you name a couple of struggles, man? Just something you're, you know, maybe for your child that fuels your your hunger. Like, fuck, I'm never going to make sure my kids never felt felt that or yeah, ever go through what the hell I went through. Yeah, it's like I said, man. Just the just the area, you know. You see stuff, you know. You see, and the kids you grow up. I look at the kids I grew up now, man. It's just like. We all went our, our chose our different paths, you know. And like I said, that's a big shout out to Pal. You know, I stuck with him. A lot of the kids went to Pal, you know, they just chose to leave or something like that. Definitely, bro. I'm forever grateful for that. And you know, I wouldn't want my kids to just to to see what what you have to see in certain parts of that, you know, like you know, suburban areas. It's crazy. Areas. It's crazy what we're exposed to on the east side, man. I think yeah. I'm sure you can relate. Some of our friends probably are in jail. Yeah. Some are probably gone. Yeah. Like, and I'm sure they're younger. They're um, what, maybe 15, 16, 17. Yeah. I always think, what, what the hell? What if it happened to us if we were gone at 17, 18 years old, bro? We would have robbed us yeah. so much life, man. Yeah. But I'm 28 now, and I can't imagine, even at 21, bro, if I was gone at 21, how much life I would miss, you know? Yeah, that's what I think, man. Like, the, a couple years back, I lost one of my closest friends, Taiwan, Taiwan Johnson. And I wear his name on my back every every fight, you know? And uh, it was like a brother to me. And I didn't lose him here in the city, but it was just like, I lost him to, the, like, he was making poor decisions, you know? And, man, that's, he's forever with me on all my fights, and he's one of my biggest motivations as well. Sorry to hear about your boy, dude. Right. I didn't. I, I, you know, I think I. It's on your bio too, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. When was when did he pass, bro? How, how uh, long was that? It was January uh, two years ago. 
And that was one of your biggest motivators or biggest supporters? Yeah, yeah, man. And I always said, like, when, when I go pro and I make it big, he's going to come out with me, you know, walking with me. We had all these plans, man. We used to call each other uh, our alter egos, man, because I remember I would tell him a story and he would be like, oh, you ain't got to tell me. I know how it went. This is the exact same thing <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> it's all bad, dude. And and having friends like that, man, just who's been with you through the grind is something that I think that every everybody needs in life to succeed you yeah, know yeah but i know you you're gonna honor his memory and you're gonna really you, you know fight for him like does that give you extra feel also extra motivation yeah definitely, just to man. make sure you know this is for us now yeah yeah like definitely when, when he passed you know it was definitely hard and you know i had to keep my composure you know but at the end of the day you know i know he's in a better place and i just had to tell myself you know what now it's for me and him you know it ain't just for for me it ain't just for what's here on earth definitely bro so with pal i've I've seen that place several times. I think I did a couple gigs there. How was that experience from, I guess, going to any anywhere else in the field to train? How was it there? Is that something that they really, uh, they had great trainers there? Did they yeah, man, I was, give you some good discipline that you could use outside of boxing? Yeah, man. For my first six years, I started uh, with under the coach Mike Dallas. Uh, rest in peace. And, rest in peace, man, Mike Dallas. I know his boy. Yeah, he was a great coach, you know, and, you know, I'm blessed to say I was able to train under him. And he definitely instilled what I have today, you know, I still carry from when he used to train us, you know. And he kept all his fighters in shape, always had a winning team, you know, and never, never failed to be the perfect coach, you know. So I think that definitely... At an early age, that instilled the discipline and dedication I needed for the sport, and it just never left me. And is that something you want to say when you get your gym? Is that something you really want to bring these kids from where we're from and expose them to the game of boxing? I know boxing is not really something our parents really think about. Like, oh, I want to put, you know, maybe yeah. soccer, maybe ice, golf's uprising, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. Basketball. I coach basketball at Foothill right now, bro. Yeah. That's something that, you know, a lot of kids come and try out. Yeah. They all don't make it, but is that something that, you know, put boxing, you know, instill that boxing uh, discipline? And just that love for the sport and somewhere, you know, on the, on the yeah, east side. Yeah, man. I mean, I could live off my personal testimony, you know, like it, it. I don't know where I would be without the sport, you know, just based on, you know, the area and the friends I grew up with. I don't think I'd be where I'm at, you know, if I didn't box. So it's definitely like I'm grateful, forever grateful for it. And I would definitely love to show that to other children coming up, you know, or young youth coming up and, you know, have an influence, a positive influence in their life. Definitely. And you're at what gym are you at right now that you, your trainer started? Uh, we just started a, a gym with JC Yama's gym on Alta Vista. It's called we're Kern County Fight Club. It's kind of like a split thing. They do jujitsu as well and offer different martial arts. Definitely. Is that do we have do you guys really push the kids to come in and do that also? Yeah, man. Yeah, we're big on that. Put a plug that. for that, man. Yeah, Put a plug for that. We're on that. We're big on that. We, we definitely want to fill the gym with you know the younger generation you know because they are the future i think it is all it's always about you know giving what giving knowledge to the next one bro the yeah. next uh, next generation because they could be the next miguel Contreras, yeah. you know yeah definitely and i think that's great man and um and even if it ain't like them you know going pro or you know having this big career it, it instills a discipline in you you know and it teaches you a lot just being in the sport alone you know and just getting these kids off the streets a big yeah. deal man i know with us as coaches that we're at the hill some of these kids don't have fathers. Some yeah. of these kids don't have a foundation. So if they don't, they're not in the gym, they're wandering these streets, yeah. you know? So I think anything that we could do to get them out of that life and just let them know that this is where you need to be at. We want you here. We care about you. I think that makes a world of difference, yeah, bro. Yeah, it does. It does. Even if it only helps one kid, you know, like, it, it makes a difference, you know? Is that something you had, you know, when, just say Mike Dallas, is that, you know, did you go, I know you love the game, but did you feel like, oh, I need to be here because they care about me, they love me, they want me there? It, yeah, it was a it was a welcome welcoming environment, you know, the boxing gym. That was a, a way to get out the house, you know, and not be on the streets, you know? It was a way to get out the house. It was an escape, you know, got a workout in and, you know, the, the PAL program in general, you know, I was able to do my homework there. They offer so many things, you know, so the boxing was just another positive to that. Definitely, bro. So we're going to March, it's March 24th, right? 23rd. March 23rd, yeah. Tacoma, Washington. Miguel Contreras is going to be a seventh professional fight. We're really going to be rooting for you, bro. I know I'm, I'm going to find a way to live stream that. I know there's going <laughs> to be a way to live stream that, man. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. And we really appreciate you being on the STS podcast, bro. Uh, you were really just a DM away, man. I... I didn't do anything to earn this. I appreciate you, bro. <laughs> nah, you, thank you for having me. Um, and if you, whenever, you know, hopefully we can be, I like to, um, I had another podcast. So what we like to do is after the fight, man, if you know, after the victory, you want to come and get a recap, we'll dive a little bit more, man. Yeah, uh, no maybe problem. talk some more boxing and just uh, talk about how your trip went, bro. Definitely, man. I'm, I'm definitely with that, man. Thank definitely. you for having me as no, well. No problem. Miguel Contreras, Bakersfield, California. It's EC3. Have a wonderful day, man. We appreciate you. Thank you for being on the podcast, my guy. No doubt, no doubt. Always. Oh, yeah, bro. 
All right, y'all, that was our interview with Miguel Contreras, 6-0 pro boxer, March 23rd. Make sure we check that out. I'm sure when we get a live stream, we get a link, I will shoot that. I'm going to post his Instagram, his Twitter all over the place this week. Make sure you guys follow him. Keep up to date. What's all root for that victory? Putting on for the field, the east side of Bakersfield. That's our mutual love is the east side of Bakersfield. And I think it was, it went really well. We were in a damn parking lot so i guess you guys heard the background noise which is all gravy we kept pushing um some guy asked us to help him reverse i'm like bro i'm not gonna do that with the middle talking to my guy so it was really good he's really humble man um i found out a lot of things i didn't know about him uh his you know his parents are really supportive he has a good team around him he's hungry he's 21 years old he's putting on for the field he was at this restaurant grand opening he's helping out with, you know in the community getting that voice out with his platform so hopefully with our platform as on the sts podcast we could help expose him a little further i know he's been on pbc um he's been on the in the paper really big deal to have miguel on miguel thank you for coming out to the shooting the shit podcast this is episode two titled in honor of you mc this is a this is the second episode y'all i'm really excited for this one i hope you guys really 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 dive into that interview i hope you guys really follow him and make sure you follow the sts podcast on instagram and twitter that's the sts podcast 661 follow us get all the updates all the links are going to be on those pages so i gotta have some type of incentive for you guys to look at these pages that will be the incentive follow this page you'll get this interview y'all um just want to give everybody a Again, just the update. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Apple Podcasts now, and we're on Anchor. So please follow all those. Subscribe, review it, do whatever we gotta do. If you could share it, that would be great. I want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Undisputed Boxing and Fitness Studio. I thought this was great. My guy Mo's a really good guy. Known him for years. When I first got my my backyard boxing bug. I was really training with Mo the whole time. Mo taught me so much. He beat the shit out of me several times. He's perfect to learn from. Um, this is not a physical. Box is a physical sport, but when you're training, it's one-on-one. It's going to be, um, it's non-contact. It's going to be great for you. It's a good sweat. It's a good workout. It's going to work out every muscle, muscles you didn't even know you had in your body. Um, it's not just about running, man. It's about running, learning the right way, um, technique, stances, uh, just learning that it's a discipline. You know, this is a sweet science. You get what you put in like everything else in life so i really hope you guys uh you know follow it follow the um undisputed boxing and fitness studio page follow them i want to put that i want to put that link up there this week um i think it's gonna be really good the week this week i think uh episode two is really gonna be a hit i hope it's a hit i hope you guys enjoy it i hope you guys share it i hope you guys keep shooting the shit with ec3 the gap tooth genius this is episode two so tune in next week. We'll be here. Have another guest for y'all. EC3 out. This episode, the STS podcast, is brought to you by Undisputed Boxing and Fitness Studio, providing boxing technique with function. God damn.